we have the choice to be to love them, to love our biological children and our stepchildren with the same intensity and intentionality. Thank you for joining us for the Blended Kingdom Families podcast. This podcast is for blended families, the people who love them, and anyone who just wants to improve their marriage and family relationships. BKF exists to break the cycle of divorce, equip marriages, and unite blended families with the truth of God's Word. It is our hope that today you will receive biblical guidance and practical resources that will bring unity and peace to create your thriving, healthy home. Let's jump in. Hey, BKF community, we are so excited to have you guys back this week with us. Mm -hmm. If you are listening on Audible right now, please know that you can go to our YouTube channel and watch us in studio as we are teaching. And you guys, we are so excited because we are in our fifth teaching Mm -hmm. series. That's right. Yes. Yes. It's all going to be based on our book that's releasing in September called Blended and Redeemed. We are so excited. Pre-orders are going to start this summer. Uh, so we're excited about that. Yeah. But we're going to begin a new teaching series. Uh, and by the way, you did the intro today. That was kind of new. Yeah. I usually do that. Well, I know. I stole your thunder. You did great. Totally meant to do that. Did great. Looking great today. Thank you. Oh, thanks, babe. So we're going to talk about blending your bunch. Really just this this combination of as you're starting a blended family, just some topics that we're going to dive into that... Um, I don't think are always the mainstream topics that people talk about, but they're important. Yeah. And where we got these topics, a lot of the stuff that we talked about in the book, you know, part of that was what we felt like the Lord laid on our heart to share. But then the other part of that was in doing the Blended Kingdom Project, which you guys have heard us talk about, where we interviewed um, almost 60 blended couples. um, We gathered the things that people talked Mm -hmm. about that were the, uh, that were, uh, I I would say like some really hard issues, um, but then some things um, that just kept coming up in conversation. So we took the most talked about things and wrote about them in the book. And one of those things that we're going to talk about today is the different types of love. So biological versus step. Yeah. And again, this is one of those deals. Every blended family is unique in their scenario. Um, You know, just to kind of give you our experience and kind of our story, you know, when Vanessa and I got married almost nine years ago, Michael was seven, correct? Yeah. 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 So he was he was young, but he was, you know, wasn't a baby. So he understood what was going on. Mm-hmm. And then right after we got married, we had uh, Shay, you know, nine months later. Then we had Grayson. Then we had Case. So within a three-year period, all of a sudden, you know, at least for me, I went from single to having four sons. Yeah. Uh, one stepson, three biological sons. And so... In those situations, there are opportunities to have those thoughts of, you know, is the love that I have for my stepchildren and my biological children different, the same? Should I feel guilty if it's different? Should yeah. I feel, how do I how do I mature in this feeling? Mm-hmm. So that's really what we want to talk about and really just kind of put air back in the room if you're struggling in these issues yeah. of saying, you know, I really don't know because some blended families come and their children are much older. They've had mm-hmm. a lot more history. Uh, so every one of them is different. So that's what we're going to dive into today. Yeah. And first of all, you guys, you know, we just want to say, like, I love that you said putting air back into the room, um, because this is something that people reach out to us a lot. There's this huge amount, just this weight and this burden of just feeling guilt and almost shame that I don't feel the same about my biological children, you know, my stepchildren as I do my biological children. And we just want to say, that's okay. It yeah. is 
okay that you love your biological children differently from your stepchildren because they are different. God created every single child uniquely and differently. Mm -hmm. They have different talents. They have different strengths. The way that they receive communication and love may be Mm -hmm. different from your other children, but we have the choice to be to love them, to love our biological children and our stepchildren with the same intensity and intentionality. Yeah. Well, and if you think about it, you you don't have necessarily the history that you have with your biological children, with your stepchildren. Yeah. You know, I wasn't there when Michael was born. I wasn't there when he said his first word, when he took his first step. Um, There are things that we just inherently don't have as stepparents, but I love what you said about the intensity. So we choose to love. The Bible gives us instructions on how to love. Yeah. So it talks about, you know, in Galatians, uh, the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, godness, uh, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control, and against such things there is no law. So it teaches us about how to intensely love. Mm-hmm. Well, it's called agape love. So agape love, when talked about in the Bible, there's like four different kinds of love, and I don't want to go into that. That's a different yeah. <laughs> topic for a different day. It's a <laughs> That'd be like a theological kind of yeah. sermon on the different loves. But agape love is what is considered a sacrificial love. And, um, and love is from God, you guys. And so in 1 John 4, uh, 7 through 8, it says, Beloved, let us love one another, for love is from God. And whoever loves has been born of God and knows God. Anyone who does not love does not know God because God is love. And here, um, John, he's making it clear to us that love is not only from God, but God also is love. And he, um, and he enables us to love. And so, um, you know, like you said, Scott, not having that you know, that relationship that you have with your stepchild, even though that's not a relationship that maybe you were there when they were little, Mm -hmm. maybe you came in when they were 16, maybe it was, they were 26 when you came in. Um, it's still that choice of, Hey, um, you know, I, I may love them differently, but loving them with the same amounts of intensity and intentionality and the same amount of actions. So again, you know, love can be a verb. It can be an actionable item that we choose to show love. Mm -hmm. We choose to be loving. Um, You know, going back to kind of the story of, you know, Michael and I, when we first met and, you know, uh, uniquely, I mean, Vanessa, they're all your biological children. So, you know, I'm the only, I'm the kind of the odd man out here. (laughs) Um, But you know, when Michael and I first met, it was there was a process of getting to know each other. Mm-hmm. There was a process of spending time together. And we're going to talk about that in actually our next uh, episode next week mm-hmm. is talk about how kids see love and how they experience love. But it was a gradual process. It yeah. was something that we baby stepped our way into. It was something that we both navigated. Mm-hmm. You know, even at a young child, seven years old, they understand what love is. They understand Mm -hmm. the feeling that they're supposed to have or that they can have with their parent. But when they have a step parent, you know, it's a process for them too. Mm -hmm. So they're not going to go in, you know, automatically with the blink of an eye or the marriage ceremony going, oh, I love my step parent as much as I love my biological parent. Mm -hmm. So even for them, it is an actionable choice to show love and be loving to their parent. I just want to tell, if, if you're a step-parent out there and you're like, you know, I, I just don't know when it gets better mm-hmm. or maybe when, you know, uh, I, I have enough love that my patience level grows or, you know, maybe that's something that I'm feeling or wanting to see. Mm-hmm. I just want to 
encourage you to be patient, uh, to take the time to continue to get to know your stepchild and let that love develop. Yeah. One thing that we wrote in the book is we said the power and intensity of love come from God, not from our genetics, nor our personal history with someone. And so again, I think it's, um, when we go back to scripture and we, and we really just read and dissect what love is and love is from God, you know, as a step parent, you know, it's okay that you don't love them the same. That's okay. Give yourself the grace, give yourself the room to just be free in that, you know, um, and not fight against it. I think whenever you're coming from a place of like, I I should, like, I feel this shame, like one, know that that's the enemy. And two, um, that's not a natural progression in your relationship with your stepchild. Like if you're forcing something to be there, that's not, you know, sit with God and talk with God about that and be like, you know what, the love I feel for my biological child is, is different from the way that I feel about my stepchild, but God, I'm choosing to love them just as much. Like I'm choosing to love them both with the same amounts of intensity and intentionality. Mm-hmm. Um, and really like Scott was saying, like you were saying to, mm-hmm. to develop that relationship with them over time, you're going to learn your stepchildren's texts. You're going to learn what, yeah. what you both relate in, you know, you're going to love what, or learn what they, um, what their strengths are, what their weaknesses are. Mm-hmm. And in that you're going to know how to better communicate with them. Um, and you're going to know what, you know, we talk about the love languages. You're going to understand and know what their love language is. And when, and when you know that, and when you can Mm. see that, um, then you can, you're going to progress in your relationship and your love for one another. Yeah. And I, and I will tell you over time now that we've been married, you know, almost nine years, the love that I have for Michael is, uh, extremely intense is is as intense as I have for all of my kids. And, And I was just reflecting on just thinking about this topic and I was thinking about, you know, are, are the three biological children. They're all different. Yeah. They're all uniquely different. They don't all look like me um, no. any more than Michael looks like me. <laughs> to be honest with you, I mean, I have kids with long blonde hair and I got none. Um, so we, we automatically look at them as they're, they're their own unique person and we yeah. have to intensely love them. I think over time, my view of Michael has gotten to that that point. It's like, yeah. hey, they're all my sons and I, I love them intensely um, with high intensity, mm-hmm. um, but they're all different. Yeah. So I just, you know, if as, as a step parent, or even if you're a biological parent and you're like, Hey, my biggest concern is that my kids and my, and my new spouse are not going to bond. Yeah. And we have this expectation that, you know, since I feel great about their marriage, my kids should feel great about it. And yeah. that may not be the case for several years. Yeah. It could take a lot of years, and depending upon the age of the child and mm-hmm. kind of what's going on in their life, it could take a little bit more, it could take a little bit less. Mm-hmm. Um, I just want, you know, again, the, the idea that God gives us patience through that process, yeah. and He also teaches us how to love and the intensity of love, mm-hmm. um, that can work itself out. Yeah. The, you know, the goal, I think for every parent, whether you're a biological parent, you're a step parent, even if you're a grandparent, um, whenever and however your relationship with your child starts, letting the intense and intentional and sacrificial love be the goal. Yeah. Like we're going to love them all differently. The way that I, I love you is different from the way that I love my mom or my dad and, and mm-hmm. our four sons. Mm-hmm. Um, that's going to be different with every single person, whether you're in a blended family or not. Yeah. Um, but again, it's making the choice. Um, and just like Christ had that sacrificial love for us, um, when we have that for one another, um, you know, we can go after each relationship with zeal and mm-hmm. with, um, 
again, just that intentionality of, Hey, I'm going to love you the best to my ability. Um, just as Christ loves us every single day. Yeah. And in this topic, again, this is one of those topics that doesn't get discussed a lot. And, and, and my fear is, is it probably doesn't get discussed in your marriage very much either. Yeah. So if, if you're in a newly blended family, I encourage you to have this conversation with your spouse mm-hmm. because as a step parent, there's an expectation put on you. Yeah. Whether it's, it's something that is verbally told to you or just a kind of a, a weaned expectation that, hey, you're going to love these children um, because you love me uh, the same. And again, all of our, all of what we're talking about today is the intensity of love can can be very much the same, mm-hmm. although it can be different. Yeah. And so I just want to encourage couples who are listening to this, have a conversation with your spouse and just say, hey, listen, you know, we've been married a year or five years or three months, whatever that is. You know, what does that look like for you? You mm-hmm. know, how do you process that? Um, create an open dialogue. I think one of the, the good things about or a healthy thing about being in a marriage and a blended family is being able to open up and say, hey, listen, I don't quite feel the way you do about this, or yeah. I'm really struggling because I feel like I should feel this way, yeah. and I just I just don't right now. Yeah. Um, you know, can we work through this together? Can we process this together? Um, can we work as a team to understand how intensity of love differs and how, mm-hmm. um, how that can grow over time. Yeah. And I would say to biological parents who are struggling with this, I mean, I know when we first got married, I mean, there were so many things that went through my head. Is, is, is Scott going to love Michael Mm -hmm. the same way that I love him? Is he going to, you know, and then when our other children came, it was the same thing. Like, is he going to love them differently? Um, and it is something that we've had to work through and, um, and just, but watching your relationship with Michael as it progressed over time, I remember the first time, I think we were in the car when Michael said that he loved you. And it was just kind of like yeah. this eye shocker, you know, I remember like seeing your eyes get really big, but just remember, like, just remembering the way that it made me feel in my heart. And that wasn't something, um, I will say that wasn't something I think in our relationship that we really tried to press. Like it was something that, that happened very natural, mm-hmm. um, between the two of you and just giving you, I would say as a biological parent, just giving that room to the step parent and stepchild um, to develop that um, and being patient in that process. We know everyone's situation is different. Yeah. Um, you know, some stepchildren may not get along with the step parent or, or they're uh, angry with the step parent. Um, choosing to love them regardless, um, just as scripture tells us, man, even you know, planting those seeds and just continuing to be obedient and faithful in that, God will bless that. He will bless your obedience in that and in your relationship with your stepchildren. Yeah. And let me just add one other layer of this, because I know we've been really focused on, you know, parent, biological, step-parent, child. Uh, Don't think this doesn't inherently spill over to your kids and maybe other kids' relationships. So if you have multiple children, you know, I think about uh, Michael and our littles, and I've we, obviously we've talked to a lot of blended families that have multiple children coming in from families. Uh, I would look at this two ways. Number one, if if they're of age to have a conversation, this is a very rational conversation to have. Yeah, it's very uh, logical to say, hey, listen, let's talk about love, mm-hmm. and let's talk about the fact that you may not love uh, your your step. Uh, brothers and sisters the same way, but you can love them with the same intensity. Yeah. Again, to a child or to children in blended families, 
don't think that they're not under expectations. Yeah. They see a pattern of marriage going before them Mm -hmm. and they see this loving relationship and they may internally struggle with this concept like, well, I don't really feel the same way. Yeah. Or, you know, I'm looking at my now half brothers or stepbrothers and going, I don't know if I quite feel the same way. Yeah. So their expectation and anxiety level can go up. So it's a very logical conversation to have with your children to go, hey, let's talk about what love is, who defines love, how is it defined, mm-hmm. and um, and understand the difference between you know biological and and and, and maybe non biological love, and just have that conversation with them. Well, I think it goes back to the Bible. I think we have to define what does it say in the Bible, what does God say about it, and exactly. again, God is love. So there you go. No, I love it, and and really, what we hope through this, you know, this series on blending your bunch, and and really just talking about the blended, you know, d- dynamics, is just kind of to bring to light some topics. One that we talked about in our book, but two, some that you may not talk about every day. So we hope that this yeah. small amount of time really just engages you in a conversation with your spouse or with your kids, and says, hey, yeah, let's talk about this. Let's make this better. Um, we're going to go into what we're going to talk about next week when we're going to talk about time. Yes. And the way people spell, not just kids, people spell love. No, it's T-I-M-E. good. It's so, good. Guys, we have hoped that you've enjoyed this. We hope that it's blessed you and your family. Uh, again, if you are listening on Audible or on our YouTube channel, we'd love for you to like, share, comment, subscribe. We'd love to alert you every single week when we drop a new podcast. Yes, you guys. We'll see you next week. Be blessed in all that you do. Take care. Hey guys, so glad you were here with us today and I hope you enjoyed today's episode. And you can find more resources from Blended Kingdom Families at blendedkingdomfamilies.com. Join us again next time as we hang out with more amazing podcast guests. And remember, nothing will be impossible with God.